Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingo are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of the Leadership Lab podcast. My name is Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. I'm Bianca. And we are pastors. We're leaders and moms and dads. And we just want to talk about leading and how we can develop our leadership skills, be better leaders. Amen. Amen. And this is the Leadership Lab because it's going to just be an experiment. It's a journey that we're on and we're just trying things. The lab is where you learn and you just keep trying and doing new things labs are where things are developed yes. there's experiments that happen there's tests there's trials and there's victories and we believe that this podcast is going to help you have leadership success victories you know we're going to share some of our fun stories yes. some of our leadership failures and hopefully that will encourage and inspire you to let you know that you can do it and we want this to build you it's a, it's a it's a time for our heart and our souls of leadership to be built up it's gonna be good it's gonna be good so thank you so much for joining us and giving us your time and your attention and we hope we, we add value to your lives today and we hope that this is something that you tune into once a week and subscribe to it and like it and comment on it and talk about it with other people uh, because when the conversation goes further you know god gets the glory and we really get to grow in our leadership uh, this podcast is really developed from you know the heart of us as lead pastors of a local church to really infuse a culture of leadership development within the volunteers of our church which we call dream teamers and we believe that it's going to be a blessing to them but it's also going to be a blessing to you where wherever you lead at. Yes, and, and we're just normal people as well. So we're leading a church, but we have real lives. We have laundry. I mean, just an hour ago, we were talking about laundry, you know? I mean, it's there's always this tension that we're dealing with as pastors, but then real life on the side as well. And so managing that tension, and we're still in the learning process as well. I, I, I remember when I was in ministry school, and we would have these dorm checks, and we had to do our work do the ministry, but then we also had to make sure our dorms were clean. And I remember one time our director came in and I did not prioritize well at this point. And I took all of my laundry and all of my clutter and just shoved it under <laughs> my bed because we had tall beds. And so as long as you didn't come all the way inside the room, you wouldn't see all the mess. And so I remember him coming in. And I was like, please, please don't, don't go all the way in. And sure enough, he went all the way in and everything looked great at the beginning. And then he turns the corner and he sees all of the there stuff it is. underneath the bed. <laughs> and he's like, ah, okay, okay. I was like, I know. I know. And it was just this, that was like one of my first experiences of learning how to manage the tension between yeah. doing the work and taking care of your personal lives. That's good. And can I just say, on this journey of being in ministry for 18 years now, I still have to manage that yeah. tension. Yeah. So, anyway. 
What I also love about this podcasting journey for us is like we're not professional podcaster, you know, kind of people. And so this is our first time doing this. This is new to us. We're learning and uh, we appreciate you taking steps and learning and moving forward. Uh, Just this past Sunday, I had opportunity with our family to go to a new church, which we don't get to do very often as a friend of ours in Minneapolis. And we got to go and be first time guests at a church to walk through that whole process. And I love that because I think that even like an endeavor like this new podcast, doing new things creates opportunities for you to grow. When you you have new experiences, when there's new encounters, when there's things that are happening, it causes you to grow. And and when the leader gets better, everybody gets better. When when the leader grows, the whole organization has an opportunity to flourish. And so we're excited about you doing something new with us, learning and and taking those steps. And so I want to just kind of dive into the content that we kind of had today. And as we were discussing and getting ready for this, we were really talking about kind of some first steps for leaders as they're kind of growing and doing this journey of leadership. And you had some really good thoughts that you were just kind of sharing with me. Just kind of, you know, what's something that's on your heart about leaders? Well, I know that there's probably some leaders that are listening right now that wouldn't actually call themselves a leader. That's true. Or they don't feel like a leader. And I totally relate to that because I would have never, if you would have asked me 18 years ago that if I would be a pastor today, I probably would have laughed because I did not see that in myself And I had people in my life that said, go for it. And that's really what pushed me to pursue this call of God on my life. Um, But I know that there's people out there that maybe you're not in full-time ministry, but you have a job and you're a leader. And I believe that God wants us to lead. He wants us to influence. He wants us to be the thermostat, not the thermometer and change the environment. And so uh, I was reading in Romans chapter 12 about the different gifts that we have. And one of them is to lead. And something that really just jumped out to me was if we do have this call to lead, then it says to do it diligently. Yeah. And I've read that scripture for years, and I just define that as diligence, as faithful, working hard, doing the best that you can. Working out with all your heart. Yes, all of those things. And when I studied it in the Greek, it actually means to do quickly. To do quickly. Diligently means do quickly hasten, or hurry. So if your gift is given to lead, then do it quickly. Do it quickly. Mm. And so I just felt like there's this now spirit on leadership Mm. that there's no time to waste. Like, just go for it. You don't have to feel it. You don't have to look the part. Just do it. Just jump out and do it. And as we're trying these things, as we're in the lab, as we're just out there leading our families in these ministries, in the workplace, in our schools, as we're in these areas and we're just leading the best that we can, I believe that we'll grow. That's good. I was reading uh, Atomic Habits and he shares this story about a professor at the University of Florida and he's over film and photography and he did this experiment with his students. He split the class in half and on the left side, they were to turn in photos based on quantity alone. Mm -hmm. So if they turned in 100 photos, they'd make an A, 90 photos, they'd make a B, C, if they turned in 70 and so on. And so that, that was their assignment, just turn in a bunch of photos. On the right side, this was the quality side. So they only had to uh, submit one photo for the entire term, but it had to be a nearly perfect photo. At the end of the experiment, he was surprised at the results because the best quality photos came from the quantity side, Mm. not the quality side. That's interesting. And what he found was during the term, 
that the quantity side were busy. They were just busy taking photos, learning new techniques with lighting, and actually trying all of these different uh, theories and effects in and practicing it. The quality side, however, was sitting around talking about theories and all of this. And then they had very little to show at the end of the term except for one mediocre photo. Mm. And I think that that's really powerful for us today because sometimes we're spending more time and energy trying to perfect something before we take action. Yeah. And we need to just take action. And as we take action, we start owning our skills. It's good. We grow. We grow by doing. We grow by just trying. And failure is probably in the mix of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, making mistakes, it's going to be part of it. Yeah. If you don't find yourself making mistakes or failing, you're probably not taking enough risk. You're probably not trying enough. And you probably aren't doing the lead diligently part where it's just yeah. do it now. That, do it now. Yeah. Get get started. Do something. Yeah. It makes me think when I was in, uh, you know, I have a drug history where I had some drug problems as a teenager leading into my young adulthood. And I went to a drug rehab program. And while I was there, uh, there was a choir. So we had about 300 men who were recovering addicts in this program. And they had a choir. And we would go around to churches and we would sing in this choir. And uh, I became the choir director, although I don't have any musical ability. I can, you know, keep the tempo like this. But I remembered all of the words. And so I was the person who would mouth all the words and everybody could kind of follow along to the song because of that. And I just found myself stepping into a role of leadership, although, you know, four weeks Previously, I was on my friend's couch wasted on drugs, and now all of a sudden, I'm like this leader person, very unskilled, very unqualified, very unproven, and made tons of mistakes, but I began to take those steps forward. A little bit later, I knew that, you know, one of the ways that we could, you know, do these church services is by having some drama that we put into it. And so I started from scratch a drama team. We learned some little skits that went along with some of the Bible passages that we were going for. And man, we would perform these skits. And there I was just taking the lead and stepping out. And that really kind of helps with some of the people who might be listening or watching where you're like, well, how do I even get started as a leader? Really getting started as a leader is, is getting a vision for yourself and getting a vision for what you want to see have happen. That you just get a vision for your life from God that just says, hey, I'm a leader. I'm going to lead people towards their plan and their purpose, their destiny, that God is the one who's going to give them that. And I'm just going to start helping people kind of take that path and take that journey. And getting a vision, it does a few things for you. Really, it clarifies and, and it declutters the path for you to be able to move forward. As a leader, when you have that clear vision of where you're going, it helps you to say no to some things that you need to say no to so that you could say yes to the things that you need to say yes to. One of my best friends in ministry, he has kind of a life-defining statement that says that the vision that I have for my life, it it, it, it determines the parameters mm. by which I live. It, it determines the boundaries of my mm. life and the, the, the side over here and the side over here that's going to guide me so that I can actually get something done. And, you know, sometimes as a leader, it feels like, well, I've got to have it. I've got to have this clear vision. I've got to have this. What I found is most interesting about leadership is it's just simply influencing people. 
It's, yes. it's, it's helping people to take some kind of decisions and move forward toward this dream or this vision that they have for their lives. And when I was in this drug rehab program, one of the very first leaders, and I would say probably one of the most impacting leaders that I've ever had in my life, was one of our counselors. And his office was always just packed with guys who were just wanting to hang out with him. They just wanted mm-hmm. to be around him because he was just that kind of person who was just he cared about you. He, he showed that he had somewhere he was taking his life and just him modeling how to live impacted so many people, even to the point where when I graduated from that program, uh, he was going to go to another country to start a program in that country. And I decided when I graduated that I was going to raise my own support, that I was just going to go ahead and go to follow him. Uh, basically, I was like, hey, wherever you're going, I want to be around you. I feel like you're the kind of leader that I want to be like. And so I just want to follow you wherever you go, even if that requires me to get a passport, get a visa, buy a plane ticket, go to a country I've never been to before. And what ended up happening is he didn't actually even go do that. At the last minute, his plans changed. I'd already bought my ticket and everything to go there. And he and his leadership and his wisdom said, Jeremiah, this is going to be a great experience for you, young man. Mm. You don't have a lot of responsibilities right now that are going to hold you back. You need to take advantage of this. And sure enough, I just went and it was one of the most formative times of my life. But it was because a leader stepped up and help me discover this vision that God has for my life. And it was so impactful for me. That is so impacting. That's amazing. Amazing. And I think that what you were saying just about decluttering so that you can see the vision and move forward. I think that it's some, as a leader, sometimes we have to make that internal decision of just knowing what God has called us to specifically and, and, Resting in that yes. because I, I just know that the tug of life just pulls us in all different directions. And I just want someone to feel free to not absorb responsibilities that God never gave us in the first place yeah. and being okay with that. Like I'm, I'm a pastor, but I'm a homeschool mom. And so that really defines my life. I mm-hmm. mean, it really defines the direction that I'm going because I have a vision. So I'm comfortable and uncomfortable saying no to certain things or being a part of certain people's lives and not being a part of certain people's lives. I I think that that's something that all of us have to kind of labor through and, and, and it's a day to day thing. If you, if you like kind of one liners here, let me give you a kind of one liner that just kind of summarizes that clear vision will help you with clear decisions. Yeah. It's it's amazing how when you have a vision, sometimes those decisions that used to be cloudy actually become much more clear. And it's obvious the way that you should go because now you've got a vision. Now you're driving your life towards something. That's good. And I think that just kind of the idea of leadership, just being a leader, you know, bringing it down to its lowest level and saying a leader is just a person who has a vision who invites other people to come and share that vision with them. Jesus did this. I mean, he had some people who were busy. They were, they were busy doing things. They were fishing. They were sitting at their tax collector table and he just said, Hey, come and follow me. And they were like, okay. And they just left everything and just started following him. I mean, they dropped their nets right there. They left family behind and they followed this vision that this person had. Basically he just connected with where they were. Hey, you're fishing. Well, hey, how about you just fish for people? You know, hey, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. And he gave them that invitation. And I think that that is the key of leadership is simply inviting people to come on the journey towards division with you. Yes, that's so good. And look for who's already in your life right now 
that you can lead. Yeah. I think there's so many times people are looking, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But who's in your life right now that you're supposed to be leading? Yeah. Your kids, pe- your coworkers, people at your church. And it's it's really simple. I think sometimes we over uh, complicate some, sometimes or we make things more complex than they are. But just focusing on who's in my life right now that I'm supposed to lead. That's good. So let's kind of bring this down to really the core of why we're doing this, and that's the local church people who are right there involved in the ministry, some ways that they can apply some of these things, and even some of those who are maybe listening or watching that aren't in those kind of contexts, some application points. I think for the people at our church that we're directly working with, the vision is no God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. Yes. And so really getting a vision that is in alignment with that vision right there, getting on one of our dream teams, and immediately starting putting some of these into practice, getting with your leaders and asking them, hey, if I was going to be involved, if I was going to lead a team, if I was going to make a difference here, what would that look like for me? And how could I really grab a hold of that vision, get some of that clarity and then invite some other people into the process. It's amazing to think how many great leaders are right there along you, alongside of you, that all you have to do is just simply invite them to be a part of it. And so I think that that's a great application point is yeah. to get with someone who's in leadership and just ask them, hey, I'm ready to start leading. Because the word says, if your gift is leadership, do it now. Yes. Do it with haste. Yes. Go for it. So I think that somebody could just jump right into it. Yes, I do. So we want to challenge you with that today. Go find out where you can lead right now. Try something new right now. And just watch how God develops you as a leader. It's amazing. It's amazing what he'll do if we just keep saying yes and keep moving forward. We've had such a great time today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, subscribe today. Comment below if you're watching the video here and tell somebody about this. We even have some study notes that are in the show notes for this episode. If you want to watch with a group and you want to discuss it, we have some questions that are typed up for you. Have an amazing day and continue to develop your leadership. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Lab.